giant voice. The official podcast of the United States Navy's largest overseas installation, Commander Fleet Activities, Yokosuka. All the information you need to succeed as a forward deployed sailor in Japan. Each week, we tackle one topic and speak to experts who can answer some of your most frequently asked questions. This is the Giant Voice Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Giant Voice Podcast. My name is MC2 Connor O'Telling, and I hope you're having a great day today. Today, we're talking Sponsorship on Demand. Sponsorship on Demand is a CFA-approved program to gather subject matter experts in to speak to anyone who's new to Yokosuka or has any questions about how base living works. I'm joined today by members of the Work and Family Life team over at Fleet and Family Support Center. So yeah, without further ado, let's get started with the interview. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and start. Uh, my name is Jalen Dalby. Um, I started out with um, the Navy as a family ombudsman, I'm currently with the USS Ralph Johnson, um, but I work for Fleet and Family Support Center as a work and family life specialist. Okay. And I'm Shoy Caldwell. I'm a work and family life supervisor. I've been with Fleet and Family Support Center for about six years. Wow, all right. Can we start off by talking a little bit about uh, uh, what Sponsorship on Demand is and how long it's been around? And so Sponsorship on Demand basically is a online virtual forum where we have subject matter experts there to answer questions from people who are on their way to, to Yokosuka, actually. So um, we've been doing it. This will be our third one. Yep. So we started last month. Um, we do it every first and third Thursday of the month. Um, and that's pretty much it. We're all there to kind of answer any questions that people might have. And we have a slew of questions. They range from housing to pet travel, things like that. And we have all the experts kind of on the line just waiting for the questions that might come via telephone or if people are logging in virtually through our Teams meeting. Got it. And uh, who is in charge of sponsorship and demand? So this is a CFA program. Mm -hmm. uh, FFFC has been tasked to put it on and get all the SMEs in the room, essentially. Um, but it is a CFA program that was an initiative of our CO mm -hmm. um, to have it to actually um, add to our current sponsorship program with a command. Okay. And uh, what are some common questions you get? Yeah, so main one we really get is what to expect when we land in Yokota right, and right. first start traveling down to Yokosuka. Um, that's a big one. Um, we get a lot of questions about driving and the driver's license process in Japan, um, a lot about household goods, and a lot about what to expect with housing. Um, and that is for our active duty service members and families and the civilians that are coming in as well. So uh, a nice little mix, but those are our common common mm -hmm. questions that we get. Uh, so th this podcast, I'm sure, is going to be listened by people who are uh, maybe new to Japan. They don't know uh, uh, everything that's going on. So are there some of those questions that you think you could answer right now? Yeah. So um, basically what we tell people to expect when they first come off, whether they are coming into, um, you know, a commercial airport or Yakota um, is 
the process of going through the area orientation brief and intercultural mm-hmm. relations brief that's uh, put on through uh, FFSC. Um, that's a mandatory brief for people to be able to go off base. Um, and in that, we provide kind of all things Yokosuka, you know, what kind of base entities we have on board the installation, as well as, um, you know, general cultural manners, things to expect when you are, you know, let free out of the gates. Um, And just to kind of help minimize the culture shock that is moving to a different country, um, as well as the driver's license process. And then the safe talk um, portion that is mandatory for all active duty service members, which is the suicide awareness brief. Um, So we tell them, you know, how to kind of get registered for that, um, which you can do by calling into our Fleet and Family Support Center office or having your personal sponsor email us um, at ffscinfo.navy.mil. Um, and they'll be more than happy to get you signed up for that. And we kind of just go from there. So, um, you know, driver's license is a huge one, which we offer at day three of AOB ICR. Um, and you'll go through a test after you sit through a brief on laws in Japan. Um, and you just make an appointment with our vehicle office. And it's really as simple as that um, to get started with the whole process of driving in Japan. Why do you think it's important that uh, this program's there for people who are new to Yokosuka? I think it's important because we're kind of all in the room. So as you're coming in, you have all these questions, and sometimes it's difficult to maybe get a hold of your sponsor, or sometimes your sponsor doesn't maybe know quite the answer, so they're going to actually have to reach out to that SME themselves. But with all of us kind of in the room, we're all collaborating. What's great is Jalen. She's been here. How long have you been here now? Uh, Almost three months. So just almost three months, especially with the center. She still remembers. For me, I've been in Japan a really long (laughs) time. Right, right. So I don't remember, honestly, everything (laughs) I did to make my transition successful. Mm -hmm. But someone like Jalen, who hasn't been here that long, remembers kind of all the stuff that she's gone through. She's also an ombudsman. She works at Fleet and Family Support Center. So she has a wealth of information that she can add to uh, the folks that are coming in and the questions that they have from our own personal experience. Not only do we have someone like Jalen there, but we do have the housing um, official online. So she's able to answer questions about what does the wait list look like? What kind of house can I get, et cetera? Um, so what's great about it is right away we're there. You can answer, we can answer your questions right away. You don't have to wait. Just mm-hmm. call mm-hmm. us or log in to the, um, the link and we get, we're going to get your questions answered. And even if we don't have the answers or if there is some follow-up, you get your email, we'll send you the answer that way. So I think it's like an, a next step for Fleet and Family because we're always kind of a one-stop shop anyway, yeah. referring right, right, people yeah. to these different resources. But now you can call and you can actually just ask them and they're there, you know. So I think that's what's great. I also like the fact that um, a lot of great things were happening in the room where there were people actually answering questions for someone else that was on the call as well. Mm-hmm. So there was someone who had questions, I think, about where to... Overseas screening. The overseas yes. screening. And so we didn't have the answer. We're not, from, we're not in San Diego or whatever. And she said, well, this is where you go and this is the place and et cetera. And they were helping each other. So I feel like that kind of brought a sense of community. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. we're all there. We care because we want to be able to answer your questions. So you know when you're coming to Yokosuka, at least, somebody cares. Yeah, I think that's yeah, kind yeah. of important, too. And then not only do we care, but actually that other person on the line who's going to be coming, you know, maybe three months ahead of you or whatever, also cares and answered your question too. So I think that's what was a big win that maybe we didn't even expect um, from putting on the program. Yeah. 
And just to piggyback mm-hmm. off of that, you know, with sponsors on, you know, how they're assigned on the ship, you're not always going to get somebody that has a perfect match with your situation yeah. and your transition over sure. here. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Choi was saying, to have all those SMEs in the room, um, you can get a unique answer to your exact situation as you start to come over, whether you're service member or civilian. Um, so if your sponsor doesn't have pets or maybe they don't have dependents, but you do, you know, you're able to get all the information that you need in that one, that one brief. All right. Thank you. And um, uh, so you said this has been going on for a, a long time, right? No, actually, we just got started. We'll be doing our third one tomorrow. Oh, so this is the third one ever. Yes. yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess it's kind of something that you're iterating on, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So how do you think it's uh, improved over time? Well, improved over time. I think... Part of it is just know maybe anticipating mm-hmm. some of the questions. Mm-hmm. Like we know now, people are going to ask a lot of questions from housing. So I might know some more answers now, just in case Miss Kathy right, Wells right. is not there. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I can answer that question. Um, so I think that is good, especially again for me who has been here a long time and have I haven't had to PCS. Um, it's good for me to see, man, we had we did have to do a lot to kind of get here, and now I'm getting more of the answers. So when we do have people physically maybe come through the door. I could probably answer those questions for them or my staff or somebody um, to where we might have had to refer them later to this me. So that's good. Um, just growing on and learning more of the questions that um, our people are people are having as they come in. It's also probably going to be great. We already have a sponsorship program. Um, we do that at Fleet and Family. We're the ones who are going to certify sponsors, right? We put on the sponsorship training. So the more and more questions that we get out of the sponsorship on demand, we can develop our own program so that when we're training sponsors, here are the questions that are frequently asked questions, literally. Mm-hmm. And these are the questions you might already want to have an answer to so that you are better prepared as a sponsor. So I feel like it's going to grow in that respect, too. Like we, like I said, just started. So I feel like we just don't know exactly how far reaching like this one program is going to be. So. All right. And uh, no, I was going okay. to nope. <laughs> hit the nail on the right. head. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so who are some of the, the SMEs who, who answer questions during the uh, sponsorship on demand? You're going to ask that question. So we have our ombudsman there. Mm-hmm. We have representatives from Fleet and Family Support Center. We have VRO Safety. We have the CFA Chapel. We have the PAO. We have housing. Hospital have and TRICARE. Hospital. Um, I'm missing somebody. The vet. The fast office for fast pet office, transport. Dodea mm-hmm. and CYP and the school liaison officer. I think that's, I think that's much it. Right. Okay, so and it's just our, about actually, everybody. Our, yeah, <laughs> our security person actually is the Ikego OIC. So mm. he's kind of representing security and Ikego. People have questions about Ikego and moving out there and things to do. So he's on the line as well. So. Truly, a wealth <laughs> everyone, of knowledge. Yeah. Everybody that everyone you know, is you in the room. Media information from is there. So got it, got yeah. it. And um, let's see. Uh, you said you you have your uh, a separate sponsorship training, mm-hmm. uh, right? Can you yes. tell me a little bit about that? So our sponsorship training is a mandatory training to become a sponsor. Mm-hmm. So we do that at least twice a month. Um, virtually and in person, where you basically go through, it's about a three hour or so training. Um, and then after you do the training, you'll get your certificate letter to become a sponsor. And there they just kind of go through the process of connecting with your sponsor, giving you information about how quickly you need to contact them, um, basically what it takes to be a good sponsor. They also right, play this right. great video. Um, what is it called? I think First 72 Hours. Yes. Where they show <laughs> semen. 
Oh, I can't think of his name. I just remember Burger. But anyway, <laughs> but they show this uh, this great video that basically really shows how important it is for your for you to have a great sponsor because for the for the person who's coming in, a lot of times you're either their first connection to the command or maybe to the military. Right. 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 So if you have a really bad sponsor who doesn't know you're coming who never reached out to you or doesn't have the answer to your question, then obviously your transition here is going to be challenging, Mm -hmm. very Mm -hmm. challenging. Um, And it's going to take you that much longer to acclimate, you know, get familiar with your job, et cetera, if you don't have a quality sponsor. And so we're training sponsors on exactly what to do, how to contact, et cetera, et cetera. And they have to go through. Mm -hmm, Exactly. So, yes, exactly. So, and then for them to be, I mean, it's um, part of their... Like if they have inspections, et cetera, um, you know, they need to know how many people do you have that are com- or sponsored, trained, et cetera. And so we're writing the letter and everything to make sure that they're in compliance. So, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. And uh, is, is that available to just military or is it for civilians as well? It is geared towards military, right, but right. anyone can attend. Interesting. So okay. if there was a, we've had civilians who sit in because, you know, with DODEA, things like that, or even other departments, obviously, throughout CFA. Um People might want to learn how to be a better sponsor. There might be things you just don't consider. So you can learn a lot from that training just as a civilian as well. But there will be things that are definitely only geared toward military that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just go kind of over your head. Right. <laughs> like, right, right. This doesn't apply. Yeah. You know, but um, but it's a good quality training if you are going to sponsor somebody. But it's worthwhile. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. We do have yeah. some command ombudsmen that register just for their knowledge uh, yeah. because if, you know, a ship is out and deployed, mm-hmm. comms are down, you know, we do, they are typically referred to the command ombudsman next. Um, so it is recommended by some commands that their ombudsman actually do attend that training so that they have that knowledge as a secondary sponsor for the command as well. Going back to sponsorship on demand, you know, if there's someone new to the command, how would they get in contact? How would they participate in this? In sponsorship on demand? Yes. So there is a Teams link that's out. Um, you can find it either on our Facebook, Fleet and Family Support Center, Yokosuka, or it's usually on the CFA uh, Facebook page as well. Um, we've also sent it out to all of our all of our ombudsmen. <laughs> uh, we've also sent it out to all of our command sponsor coordinators, so they mm-hmm. should have a copy of mm-hmm. it too. But it's super easy to log in. They can log in again either through the link. Can't tell you the link because you know those Teams links are very very long. Yes, <laughs> so miles. Right? Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. I can't be like www. Um, or they can call actually too. So there is a phone bridge too if they ever if they want to call in. And we've had several people who have done that as well. So okay, yeah. But well, check out our Facebook page. We have. Great information there about all of our classes and sponsorship demand is just another one that we've added to our arsenal to make everyone's PCS here hopefully smooth sailing. Got it. That's all the questions I had. Is there anything you think I missed or anything you'd like to go over about FFSC or uh, Ombudsman? Anything like that? Yeah, so I would just like to say um, a lot of the time command ombudsmen are really underutilized. Mm-hmm. Um, really? So they are an absolutely fantastic resource for anybody in transition, anybody here that's facing difficulties while the ship is in port or out of port. Um, so I always love to plug the ombudsman program and encourage families to know who their command ombudsman is. And um, like I said, utilize them. We're like the fire department. We're here when you need us. <laughs> right. Otherwise, we're pretty forgotten. <laughs> about just Um, working out yeah exactly yeah but we're here no um but just in general about fleet and family support center like when i first came in as a military spouse a few years ago i 
always had this idea that it was only if I needed help that I needed to go right, to Fleet and right. Family. Um, and that's definitely not the case. I mean, we have so many courses and so many individuals that are so willing to help with anything from employment to like the sponsorship program and moving to literally just like our make tomodachi classes mm-hmm. and what do you want to do over the weekend yeah we exactly can help you, with that, you know yeah, yeah. so yeah. i mean we are here for anything and everything and everybody is so friendly and willing to help so if there's one thing i would say about fleet and family is that it's not just for like a time of crisis or if you need okay. feel like you're drowning we are here to make life just 100 percent better for you guys in any sense Yes, definitely. Quality of life programs is yes. what you can think of with Fleet and Family Support Center. Similar to what Jalen said, I feel like I used to hear a big stigma with Fleet and Family was counseling. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. thinks when mm-hmm. you go to Fleet and Family, you either have some type of financial crisis or you have, you know, things aren't good at home, whether it's, you know, with your marriage or with your kids or et cetera, you need to go to counseling. Um, but over on the work and family life side, which is where we both are working, I like to think of us as the preventative medicine mm-hmm. or the fun side. Yeah, I was going to say that we're <laughs> the party side. Don't tell my side. Like, <laughs> yes. like that. Because, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, of course, too, we have, you know, um, SAPR, sexual assault and prevention. Like, all of that is within Fleet and Family. But people's like, I think, don't always think about work and family life, which is, again, like helping you with your resume or your interview techniques or um, all of our relocation programs, AOB, ICR. Whenever we ask anyone, have you utilized Fleet and Family, they forget that everybody has to go to AOB, ICR. <laughs> so, yes, you have utilized Fleet and Family. You went to AOB. Um, so that's our program. We see over 100 people, you know, a week or so come through AOB, right, ICR. Yeah. Um, but we have a, a wealth of classes. Our calendar comes out monthly. Please check us out on Facebook. If Even if you have an idea, maybe for a class that um, you would like to do, we, we encourage volunteers to come and volunteer with us. And they can come sometimes, depending on what it is, you know, and put on their own classes. So we are doing a lot um, out in our community. We're trying our best to support their needs. Um, and we're here. We're here. Always. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. thank you very much. That's all the questions I've got. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Okay, thank you for your time today. The Giant Voice Podcast is a production of Commander Fleet Activities Yokosuka Public Affairs Office. The views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the policy of the Department of the Navy or the Department of Defense. Thanks for listening.